Mark, the book of Mark, I think chapter 16, if you would. You know, I turned that microphone on over there, and Satan's doing his best to fight us this morning. Amen. And I believe each one of you know what I'm talking about, uh, getting up early and, and coming out to God's house to receive a blessing. He don't want us to do that, amen. But we have the victory through Jesus this morning. Amen. We have the victory through Him. I'm just thankful to be here and for, and, and for what this means to me. Uh, you know, we had such a wonderful revival services this week, and I thought, how do I follow up a preaching all those wonderful preachers we had this week? But uh, the Lord is good to us, amen. And I want to just be, I, I, I wish I could crawl behind this stone right here. You know, and then you not see me this morning, but I want you to see Jesus, amen. If you would, just stand with me this morning. We're going to be reading a few verses here, Mark chapter 16. We're going to start out verse 1. <clears throat> Sounds like everybody's over there. We want to read verse 1. It says, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salam had brought spi sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. Listen, and he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. And he said, But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall ye see him as he said unto you. And it says, And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, Thank you, Lord, for this precious day, God. We thank you, Lord, for the victory, Lord, over the grave that were this morning that we celebrate this very day, God. We thank you, Lord, for that hope, Lord, and that peace, Lord, that we have in our heart. Lord, I pray, Lord, for each one here this morning. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would just uh, help your word to go out, Lord, and penetrate hearts today. God, I pray, Lord, that you would just uh, kick against all powers of the devil, Lord, that tries to, tries to fight, Lord, your message this morning, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, for all that's said and done. God, I pray, Lord, that you get honor and glory through everything that's done here this morning. These things you're praying, your precious and holy name. Amen and amen. You can be seated this morning. You know, as it, uh, the, the, this uh, account is recorded in, in all the Gospels, all the four Gospels records the account of his resurrection. Yeah. And I, I uh, picked uh, the book of Mark to read out of, but it's also recorded by Matthew and Luke and John. And, and, and there, this is a real thing that happened. Uh, that, you, know, you know how it's real? You know what's real? You know if you was to go in court, uh, law, uh, they would say, how many witnesses do you have? 
away. Hey, there was hundreds of witnesses that seen Jesus after he rose again. Amen. There was hundreds of people that seen him. He appeared before many. Uh, and he also appeared before Mary Magdalene and, and, and the other women here later on after what we've read. But you know, uh, we see here that they got up very early in the morning. And I got to thinking, you know, Mary, Mary and the other Mary and Salam, uh, you know, we, we, sometimes we give the women a hard time, but here we see the women had more faith than the men. Where was the men at? They was in bed. They were still asleep. Even though Jesus had told them, uh, you know, I'm going to die and I'm going to raise again after three days. And they were still in bed. But you know, I think in Mary's heart and the other Mary and Salam, they said, oh, I know what we're going to do. We're going to get up early. And we're going to run down there. I can't wait to see. Can you? You know, all day, I think the Sabbath, they didn't do much. You know, I think they, they just hesitated, you know, to see. I can't wait to go see. Can you? I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, if, he's, I wonder if he's really going to raise like he said. And, you know, even Pilate and all the Romans, and, and you know, uh, talked about uh, the centurion. And even when Christ died on the cross, the centurion said, Surely this was the Son of God. You know, Pilate, I think they even, even the Romans, they, they thought, you reckon? You reckon it could really happen? Oh my, I think he started wringing their hands. When they seen all that had happened on the cross, they started wondering, could he really rise from the dead? I know what we'll do. We'll put this big stone over the door. And I'll put, I'll put a seal on it so we'll know if somebody comes and rolls that stone away, it'll break. And I know what I'll do. I'll put one of my best soldiers in front of it. He put the Roman special forces in front of it. I believe he put his very best in front of it. Just been like our Navy SEALs. He put his Navy SEAL in front of the door. And he said, I know he was not getting out of there now. Not without us knowing he's not getting out of there. Amen. I believe they all was wringing their hands a little bit. But here we see Mary and the other Mary and Salam. They had, they had faith to go down and they said, I know what we'll do. We'll, we'll say we're going to we'll take these spices and we're going to go and we're going to anoint his body. And that gives an excuse. We go down there and, you know, we'll see. We'll check it out. So here they got up very early in the morning and, and it was just the crack of daylight. I believe it was just barely enough light that the women probably gathered there in town and met each other. And they started down that path. I imagine they was dew still in the ground that touched their feet as they... They hastily, said they hastily went to the tomb and said that they wondered in their hearts, you know, there's one problem. There's a great big stone in front of the door. How are we going to get that stone away? And God had already prepared a way. Amen. Amen. I can't remember if his brother Joe talked, preached on that this, this very week, but he had, when they reached there, the stone was already rolled back. And they said that they, as they went in, they, there was an angel there that pronounced that he had already risen and he was not there. Amen. Amen. I, I'm so thankful for that this morning. Because of his resurrection, I have hope. Because of what he did, I have hope that one day he, he is the first fruits of all of us that believe on his name. Amen. He is the very first fruits of that. But we see this, this is really something that happened. Now I want us to turn on back now to uh, Revelations, if you would. 
Revelations chapter 1. As I said, Jesus had rose from the dead. He had appeared before many witnesses. He had appeared before Mary and the others. He had appeared before disciples. He had uh, even said, you know, he had them touch his hands and his side. And he said, you know, it's really me. I'm not a ghost. It's really me. He even eat. He asked them, he said, do you have anything to eat? And they give him a fish and some honeycomb and he ate that before them. He really had rose from the dead. And he had went away. He had resurrected before them as well. And the angels had told him, said, just as like manner as he went away, one of these days he's coming back. And one of these days, church, I'm telling you this morning, he's coming back. How are we to say that this ain't our last Easter morning? It very well could be our very last Easter morning we're celebrating this morning, amen. And I believe as we look around, times are showing. It's not, it's not even hard for the unbeliever to see that I believe we're in the end times of this world, amen. And now the book of Revelations is called the Revelations of Jesus Christ. And I know uh, there's a lot in this book and I can't expound upon much of it because it's a lot of prophecy and I wish I knew more prophecy but I want to tell you that this is a very important book because it is the future. It is the future of the world and, and it is our very future, amen. The book of Revelations chapter number 1 verse 1 says, The revelations of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Now here this is being uh, spoken to John. And he, and, and, and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. The Holy Spirit spoke to John through and by his angel. And, and it says, And who bear record of the word of God and, and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. And... Of all things that he saw. Listen, blessed is he that readeth, and he that heareth the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Yeah. The time is at hand now. Praise the Lord, the time's even more at hand the day we live in. Amen. Church, the time is at hand. And here in verse number four said, John to the seven churches. And they, want, they wanted this to be spoken to the churches of that time, the seven churches here. And these churches were, the book of Revelation was written around uh, 96 A.D. Uh, after Christ, between somewhere in there. And, and it was written to the churches. You know, that, you have to realize they was going through a lot of persecution at that time. The churches were going through a very hard time uh, during that time. Uh, and they needed some encouragement. You know, just to, uh, we haven't faced the persecution like they faced. Uh, we haven't been killed for our faith yet. Others in other countries have. Uh, we, we are so blessed to live in a country where we are able to worship in freedom. Amen, this morning. Uh, there are countries out there that are passing around pages out of out of little New Testament Bibles just to get the word around. And their government uh, would seek to kill them if they, if they knew otherwise. So, but that's where these churches was at. They was many of them being persecuted for believing on Christ. So he said, John, to the seven churches 
which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. It's talking about God the Almighty Father. Amen. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness. And the first begotten of the dead. Amen. He is the first fruits. And the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from the sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever. We are joint heirs with Christ. Amen. If we've been saved and born again, uh, we are joint heirs with him. Now behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. And all candors of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. And one of these days, as I said, we may, this may be our last Easter. It may be our very last celebration of the resurrection. That he could come this very day. Amen. There's nothing has to be fulfilled before his coming. Now, verse 8. Now listen, he says, I am. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I like what Brother Terry Hommel said the other night. You know, he's not saying here, I was in the beginning and I will be in the end. He said, I am the beginning and I am the end. I take great encouragement and hope in that. Amen. That not only, not whatever happens in this life, I know that he's my future. Amen. I don't know. I wasn't here in the beginning, but I know he's my present, Brother Mark. I know he's my future. Amen. And he's going to, he, he, he's there for me. Amen. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord. He said, which is, which is past tense, or which is present tense, which was, which is past tense, and which is to come, the Almighty. The Almighty. That is ruler over all. Amen. Everything is under His feet. Even nature itself is under His feet. He don't, he don't abide by the bounds of, of gravity. Amen. He don't abound by the, the bounds of the, the, the law that we abound by. He is above nature. Amen. He's above all. He is the Almighty. You know, He said, he said here that I am the I am. Just think about that for a minute. He says, I am the I am. What is he saying here? He's, you know, if you go back and you study, actually in Exodus chapter 3, when God spoke to Moses, and he told Moses to go, rele uh, rele go release my children from, from, uh, from Egypt. And, and Moses asked him, he said, well, when I go tell them, who should I tell them told me? And he said, I am. Tell them I am sent you. That's who I am. He said, tell them I am sent you. Amen. Listen, Jesus was God. Amen. He was God and he was man. He says, I am. 
And when he came to this earth, robed in flesh as a man, he took off the robes of heavenly glory. And he put on to himself as a humble servant for the sacrifice of our sins. You know, I'm like Brother John. We've been going through Hebrews, the book of Hebrews in Sunday school. And, and if you look at the tabernacle and all the practices of the law and, and how they performed the sacrifices, it is a perfect reflection and a picture of Christ. And I can't get this off my mind. But the high priest on the day of the Passover, or, uh, yeah, day of atonement, I'm sorry. On the day of atonement, the high priest would get up in the, in the morning, early in the morning, and he'd bathe himself from head to toe. And he had a robe that he put on, a special robe. The high priest, it was beautiful, had uh, purples and red and gold thread and layered thin and it was threaded and it was beautiful and it had and God had given Moses special directions for it to be made there was a plate here on the front on his heart that had different special stones and he told what kind of stones he wanted them made of and he had them engraved each tribe of Israel 12 tribes he had all these stones on his chest over his heart. And he had six on this side on his shoulder and six on this side on this other shoulder. And he put this robe on before he would go make the sacrifices. And he would go there and he would sacrifice uh, many animals uh, for the sins of the people. But then after he had done that through the day, he had to make one last sacrifice, one great sacrifice. And he had to uh, sacrifice a lamb for his own sins. Of course, that was the high priest during that time. He had sins that he had to be uh, covered of, uh, but also for everyone. Well, listen to this. This is the part I like. So then he would take that robe and he'd go back and he would cleanse himself again from head to toe and he'd put on a robe of white, just pure white. Simple, plain robe. And he'd go make that final sacrifice for the people. Amen. And then after that, he was able to go back and put on that special robe. Hey, one day they looked heaven over and they said, who's going to pay for the sin of the people? They looked all of heaven. There was only one man worthy to do that. Amen. And Jesus stood up, I think, and he said, I'll take off my robe of glory. I'll take it off and I'll go down to that earth and I'll put on a simple robe. I'll be born in that manger. I'll be put in the manger and I'll be just born just as a simple man. And I'll live my life humble as a servant. And I'll die on that cross for them. And once he died, he said, Father, glorify me. Again, give me back my robe, amen. And there's what we see here. We see a picture. Jesus ain't the same man that he was here on earth today. Yes, he's making intercession for us. Yes, he's the great high priest. He is on the right hand of God the Father this very morning. And I'm thankful that he's constantly making intercession on my behalf because I fail him a lot. 
But let me, let's, let's, just, let's just go on here, amen. He is the great I am. And, uh, you know, he said I am. I want to ask you this, but what is it to you? Yes, we come here for, we come here this morning to, for the sunrise service. We come here to honor him. What is he to you this morning? He says, I am. Let me tell you who he is. Can I tell you who he is? He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the first and the last. He is the Almighty over all creation. He is the shepherd. He is the door. He is the redeemer. He is our savior. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the captain of our salvation. He is the great high priest. He is the Messiah born of a virgin. He was the water, one that turned water into wine. He is the one that calms the storm. He is the vine. He is the way. He is the truth and the life. He is the light of the lost and the dying world. He is the great physician. He is the one who did raise the dead. He is the one who gives sight to the blind. He is the one that makes the dumb to speak. He is the one that walks on water. He is the one that causes crippled legs to walk again. He is the spotless lamb. He is the ultimate sacrifice for mine and your sins. Amen. And he is our risen Savior and he's my soon coming king. Amen. He's never been a band like him. Pilate and Herod and all uh, Roman authority could not demolish his existence. Satan couldn't defeat him. Death couldn't hold him. Hell couldn't touch him. And the grave couldn't contain him. Amen. He is my everything. Amen. He says, I am this morning. And he is all of those things. Amen. I hope he is that to you today. I hope he is your Savior this morning. Amen. He said, I am. And he surely is. Amen. He is. Amen. He is the first and the last. Secondly, he said, I am. Let's read on if you would. And he says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Amen. That shows his deity over everything. And then he said, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the all that is called Patmos for the, the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. It says, I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet saying, again, he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. He is the first and the last. Amen. He is the beginning and the end. Amen. Now let's look over, if you would, uh, on verse uh, 12 here. And he says, And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden t candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about with we girt about the paps with a golden girdle. Now listen, this is, this is the way Jesus is today. Amen. This is his heavenly deity. Amen. We're going to read right here. He said, His head and his hairs were white like wool, his white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass. 
as if they burn in a furnace. And, it, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was the sun shineth in his strength. Amen. We can see him in his glory and his honor today. Amen. He is righteous this morning. And when I saw him, here John said it, when I saw him, I fell down at his feet as dead. And he laid, listen, and you know, he, he was afraid. He said, I, he said, I laid his, he laid his right hand upon me, saying to me, fear not. Fear not. He said, I am the first and the last. Amen. I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. Hey, listen. But he says, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I am alive forevermore. Hey, that makes me want to shout this morning. Amen. We don't serve a dead God. Amen. He's alive today. Because he's alive, I have hope. He had victory over the grave. He had victory over death. Amen. We're going to live forever. Amen. If you've been saved. He said, I'm alive and alive forevermore. Now listen, there's one more thing I want to point out here. He has all authority over death and hell. Amen. Listen right here. He says, I am he that liveth and was dead and behold... I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell. He's got the keys this morning, amen. He's got the keys this morning. Hey, you don't have to go today. We all was destined for hell. We all was sick in our sin. We could not do nothing for myself. You know, uh, I got saved as a seven-year-old boy over here in a little church. And I had no hope. I was, I, was just, I was just as sinful as anybody out here on drugs and hopping up and shooting needles in their arms. I was sinful. I had a sinful nature and I knew I needed to be saved. Hey, he's got the keys this morning. Do you know him? Who is he to you today? Do you know him? He says, I got the keys of hell. And of death. You know what it means if you have a set of keys? Think about that. It means you have authority over whatever those keys go to. You have all power. You can let whatever is in that thing that you have the key to, you can get it out. <laughs> Amen. Hey, he can get you out this morning. He's got the keys. Amen. He's got the keys today. He says, fear not. I am the first and last. I am he that liveth and was dead. But behold, I am alive forevermore. And amen, I have the keys of hell and of death. Now if you would turn with me to Romans chapter 6, verse number Very familiar scripture. It says, For the wages of sin is death. We all deserve death. Amen. We all was born of Adam. 
and Adam and of his sin and of the sinful nature of the flesh we all deserve the wages of the death for our sins but <laughs> I like when we read the but amen <laughs> but the gift of God is eternal life why is that because he's got the keys <laughs> he's got the keys today amen the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord he was a victor over death hell and the grave amen and you can be today as well I find great encouragement in that amen and I pray that each one here has accepted him into the heart but if not today's the day of salvation I wouldn't wait another minute. I'd come down to this altar and I would cry out to him. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and he said he would save us, amen, if we just call upon him. I'm going to ask Brother Gary if he would come, come now and give the invitation this morning.